I gotta be honest with you. I see Sylvester LaFort, he's getting hit with a haymaker pancake. We're talking one-two combinations. I'm going upside his noodle with the whole king kaboom. Because they're both soft. Ice cream, sweeter than a Cinnabon. Question for you guys. What's that, Dave? <laughs> I have just one question for you. Are you ready? Am I ready for what? Who's this? Are you ready for this Sunday night when WWE champ John Cena defends his title in the WWE Super <laughs> Slam? Right now, you can order this awesome pay per view event for just $59.99. I'm sorry, no, there is not any chance in hell that we're ever going to have wrestling in this house again. But thank you, but no. Have a good day. So arguably what she needed was NXT takeover. <laughs> hey, agreed. Uh, I, got, I got the same call today. Someone called, yeah. hi, I'm with Tallahassee uh, windshield replacement. Wanted to see if your windshield was scratched or otherwise in disrepair. Like, uh, I am not in Florida and I don't own a car. Mm. Well, you should still be interested. Like, nope. Wow, there's the hard nothing, sell. There's nothing to talk about anymore. You have nothing to offer did, me. Really did nothing. Cena's theme not play, and then he's like, <laughs> he just did it. What was you know? that? Was that a prank call? Yeah. Uh, some Z, Z Morning Zoo. Oh, I apologize. Man. I don't know exactly what I'm aspiring to Morning Zoo behavior at yeah. this point. I'm so bored in my house all the time. I'm Sorry. saying if, you're, if you have a windshield uh, repair uh, business, mm-hmm. hire John Cena to do uh, attitude adjustments onto your... Uh, <laughs> to be good at that. Well, you know the problem yeah. with their ads? People what? can't see them. Ah, mm. true. Mm. Mm. Uh, wow, mm. Grim just looked at me like, that's, mm. that's mm. wrong. Mm. Mm. That's a, that's yeah. a joke, all right. I, I think that was a joke. But, uh, but the, the theme of this episode is that, alternatives to the mainstream WWE Thank product. Thank you. And ironically, one of the best alternatives mm. is made by WWE themselves. It's NXT. Thank you for, showcase, for showing yeah. me this. Oh, wait. We should introduce ourselves. Oh, I am um, Davey Zane Rudden. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm on the spot now. I'm Mike Grimm. <laughs> uh, I, I'm Chris, the cute girl. I, yeah. I'm trying to relate it to NXT. <laughs> but but it, but um, I think I've discussed this on your show before, mm. or probably inappropriately in another show. Yeah. Um, the Mike Grimm, the Monday Night Wars uh, series on WWE Network yes, right now. Yes, we're talking about this. Is fantastic. It's it reminded me like I I did recently watch the Attitude Era documentary that was on on yeah. Netflix, and I cannot say Jim Ross will get up there and I'm like, well, we made some mistakes, did some things in the business, uh, but trying to stay competitive, and they talk about it like it's awful, but like you were never better than when you were competing with somebody. Now they have no competition. They were never. They were never as highly rated on like the USA Network. I still think that shit's entertaining. You go and watch some of those matches. They are hot garbage. Yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of hardcore matches where yeah, hitting somebody over the head with like a, a baking sheet is not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was it filled fun. with cookies? Did they fly everywhere? No. Because I'm impressed. Not even. You don't that even happen. Eat, you don't get the particle effects out of it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, for, and, and, for whom the bell toll houses. <laughs> but God like, damn. don't take. Are you Dave's punter sonny right uh, now? It's like a, <laughs> uh, but like, so many of the matches are just like they're they're shorter. You have to hit fit in everybody's catchphrase before the match yeah, even starts, and yeah. it's just uh, yeah. Yeah, you would know more about that than me, and I, and I do think that I will not argue yeah. about the purity of wrestling. I'll it probably was, watch Ring yeah. of Honor and get bored out of my mind. Look, I, I did do that, and mm. I did, <laughs> uh, and you'll hear about that later. But yeah, it, it truly was the best of times and the blurst of times. <laughs> the blurst of. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man! But uh, we all we all watched NXT Takeover Fatal Four Way together. The second NXT Takeover. This is the first, the Huge. third event they had on the WWE Network. Hugely entertaining. Yes, yeah. this was excellent. And, and like emphasized, I, I, like I don't watch Raw a lot. I watch mostly the pay per views yeah. of you guys. Oh yeah, um, I stopped watching Raw. But yeah. I mean, I I read about them more than I watch them. And like people complaining, this is all the same. There's no reason to watch SmackDown. It's the same shit. Yeah. Uh, these storylines aren't working, but they're apparently going to go through with them for the next three months. Yes. Um, yeah. That that kind of shit and just everything that happened on NXT was like these it was, sw- fucking swaft swag sw- like soft soft is swaft soft was fucked like they're they're all like these like defining individual personalities yeah. and like creating personas outside of the ring WWE spends no time outside of the ring it mm-hmm. seems like anymore I mean yeah I think it was something we were talking about it was like uh, I watched primarily you know Hulk Hogan when I was a child and like you know Attitude Era stuff and it was like. You get a lot of like out of the ring nonsense and hardcore matches and people mm-hmm. beating each other up and like the and I love seeing the guts mm-hmm. of a huge super stadium. The idea where yeah. it's just like there are so many sub yeah. halls and like it's sad folding tables just sitting here waiting to get slammed. I, I watch I watch mostly the pay per views and then it's like the only time they show behind the scenes is if Vince McMahon has me up. So everything gonna be okay tonight or the Shield. We're gonna get him and they have to pretend there's a camera not there. Yeah. Whereas everybody else on NXT <laughs> is, is like vamping to the camera exactly. on and off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Like, There's there's a lightheartedness about the NXT stuff where it's like the goofy people are real goofy and everyone is sort of very seriously competitive mm-hmm. but it's like everyone's very in character and it's very like silly. And yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an authority and I do not give a fuck about the purity of the actual wrestling. <laughs> but uh, when I hear WWE talk about like with... Mm, with grimaces about the WCW WWE Monday Night Wars like that was when you were at your greatest because you were challenged you haven't been challenged in years and it's fucking abundantly evident every time I tune in yeah Mm. and I mean yeah ironically like what they're doing with this is in terms of being Hmm. I'm trying to search for the word but it's like what they're making with this is something that is I think it's probably the best product they could give to a casual fan Mm -hmm. because if you if you just wanted to like tell yeah, if mm, you want to just mm. tell a friend, like, watch WWE. Oh, so three hours of Raw and two <laughs> hours of SmackDown, and then there's a three-hour pay-per-view right. yeah. at the end of the month that I have to buy this network to get. Uh-huh. I mean, even though they say it's nine ninety-nine, it's still you have to put that 60 bucks down. You have to be a, yeah, as... You like have to be three-quarters of a Chipotle burrito. I, exactly. can't, I can't afford this. <laughs> but, like, like, this, like, NXT, what they do is one hour a week mm-hmm. every week for two months and then they have this four times a year they'll have these events and they're two hours yeah Mm -hmm. and arguably that's probably the perfect amount of time for Hmm. a wrestling event because we when we watch these three hour uh, Uh pay-per-views there's always a part where it drags yes yeah it's almost yeah yeah uh, and i'm I'm probably your ideal use case too because i'm like i'm a dude that does not i don't watch anything i come here and watch a pay-per-views you guys and have like drinks or whatever yeah so it's like i you you know 
I am the noob. I'm the rude. No, but you're th- that's you, fine. You have an enthusiasm for the craft. I like seeing good work. Like yeah. and. I don't know. Your excitement the, uh, when Goldust comes, Goldust and Stardust yeah. comes. I love on, like if you can is, cut a great promo, I love infectious, you. palpable, it, all those awful words people I, use. In I articles. think that for actually both of you, like the uh, the Jersey guys, like the yes, like the oh, so the, good, soft. <laughs> the fact that they could like they they rein both of you in within mm-hmm. instantly within two minutes of mm-hmm. them talking on a microphone. It's yes. like they got you. And I mean, like, so, so I, what, I, and when I watched them wrestle, I was underwhelmed. But at the same time, it's just like yeah. that's fine. Like, if you've got ring skills and you yeah. can cut a sweet promo, it's like you got me. When you compare yeah. that to like Triple H backstage amping up Randy Orton, yeah. who uh, doesn't get the, to talk for the four hundred and fiftieth time, yeah, like, like yeah. we get it. He's yeah. your guy. I, I understand, but like, we don't care about him <laughs> very yeah. much. I mean, he'll have good matches. It's yeah, but like, it's like, I don't hate him and I don't love him. Like, yeah. which one, what would you like me to feel about this guy? Because it's neither right now. Yeah. Whereas these guys are like, you you guys, you don't know shit about Pokemon. <laughs> Fucking hate us. Hate us right now. Yeah. In two seconds, you yeah. think we're douchebags and you're going to watch every move we make. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I mean, with the, with the exception of like one or two matches that were mm-hmm. over like... Like super quick. It was that one but squash that, match that, that one, seconds. So. That yeah. match that was over in one second was fucking great. Yeah, you like, guys were super into uh, C.J. Parker, the hippie. I yeah. really like that gimmick. That's a solid. Yeah, gimmick. the like, fifth the member of terrorists comes out, and like <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Like it was awesome because we wanted we he we instantly and I whatever his platform is, I probably secretly mm-hmm. agree with it, <laughs> but I wanted yeah. to see his face land on the mat, and it happened in one second. Yeah. And, and it's just weird though too because like you were saying the guy that squashed him had no intro mm-hmm. and he was just waiting in the ring and mm-hmm. he comes in and it's just like oh this hippie is putting his peace sign up yeah. oh he's got a white guy with dreads get him out of here yeah and even with that that like Wikipedia says that was a 30 second match yeah. his finisher was fucking awesome like, it was a great finish it's like yeah, a reverse rock bottom with momentum where yeah. it's just yeah, like it was great. swing him and then bring him back and then boom and I it's call like, it the uh, pendulum there you go <laughs> the pendulum right? The pit and the pendulum. <laughs> so yeah, like I, even if a match didn't have like a lot to offer from like a oh my god, all of these awesome moves direction, there sure. was something there was something else that made it attractive. Like so, like the opening match was the tag team championships. Yeah, those they had a guys great were, finish. Like it came yeah. together pretty well. Yeah, and the the Kalisto's finisher. Yeah, Kalisto Flockhart. <laughs> uh, yeah, his like flippy uh, kind that of finisher DDT. was great. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And that was the kind of thing I would try and think of in my head, and they confused, imagining where the bodies were in proportion to one another. Like, yeah. that's not possible. I have, I have my uh, obviously, I have my opinions on yeah. NXT, but is is this? Do you think this is solely, or at least in a majority sense, due to the wrestlers being hungrier? I th- I feel like there's a little bit of that there. Hungrier but it, for like, some success, like, but one of you made a joke, and it's like, oh God, who was it? The Hobbit looking Irish fe- fella. Yeah, uh, like. That's a great move. We're bumping you up to WWE. <laughs> Never, Never do that did it again. again. Yeah, yeah. Never. But the thing is, he already did it on Raw. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I hope I hope that got a lot of people watching mm-hmm. this event because they brought out the guy, four guys in the main event for an, for a, like a quick like four or five minute match on mm-hmm. Raw, and they all got to do a couple of little things that like showcased how crazy they are. Mm-hmm. And they you and and uh, Adrian Neville did that. Weird, uh, kind of corkscrew I'm jump. Corkscrewing around. Yeah, yeah. That's what's interesting about those. It's like I don't know. You can do that on NXT, yeah. and it's like, and that guy seems really consistent Why? with it, right? Like the most things I've seen, it's like he can nail it. But it's I, just I've like, never seen him not nail it. So. Right, and that's the weird thing. It's just like when you it's once you're on WWE or Raw or yeah. SmackDown, it's like you need to be able to nail your thing every single time, right? Yeah. 
So the idea that you have something that has any degree of... No, you can mess yeah. this up. Like AA, you're never going to mess an AA up. Mm. Even a bad AA is still an AA, It right? looks so awesome every time. All right. <laughs> and he, like, you know, uh, for uh, foreshadowing with the G2S, like, you know, yeah. the uh, CM Punk finisher, that looks pretty good every time. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you need a certain degree of consistency, I think. And a lot of the moves they're doing in NXT are not consistent. Like, they're going to yeah. not work 30% of the time but just because of the nature of it's a weird yeah. top rope thing or I'm jumping through the turnbuckles or I'm doing some crazy well, there stuff. There was still, you could see moves not work, but you would never, they don't fall into the botch. The problem, territory. the thing is, is that like, even when they did moves that were sloppy or lazy, yeah. the momentum was still so yeah. paced that it's like they yeah. went on to something so quick after it that you didn't pay attention to it, it you know? Like, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an amateur enthusiast and it's like, that looked like they practiced a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because he didn't connect there, but yet they still both understood yeah. where they were going. And then they kept it going. So mm-hmm. it's like you don't get to linger on like a botch. It's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. there's so many things after it. And I feel like the pace of these matches is so much faster mm-hmm. than any WWE match where it's yeah. just like the rest holds are way slower. Like, or, you know, less, less of them. Everyone has just constantly got this hype pace going. And it like yeah. it gets you into it. As soon as they uh, sink your teeth into you, it's like, yes, 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 yes. <sighs> I, more that I don't want I sh- don't listen to me because yeah. all I want to see is Big Show riding around in his father's <laughs> casket uh, that's all I want to see you'll never see, see that again out. that's all I want to see so like I I liked a lot of things about that match I liked mm-hmm. uh, Kalisto's rat tail mm. it's a good rat tail yeah did you describe it as the Okami rat tail the Okami rat tail that <laughs> was yeah that was pretty good because yeah. at first like I didn't know they were it took me a second and like oh they distinguished themselves mm-hmm. Visually, yeah. which is something most wrestlers don't do in the WWE. Mm. I like that uh, Sin Cara can suddenly speak almost perfect English. Yes. Man, yeah. when we were watching yeah. his like uh, win speech at the end, yeah. all I could think of was like Howard Dean's speech where he's like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to Florida and then Alabama and then take back the White House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to well, beat the Ascension? It's because it was like, <laughs> exactly. we're going to beat the Vaudevillians? It's because, <laughs> wow, that was amazing. Wow. I mean, we are so totally happy, flavor guested. <laughs> very nice. Very yes. Uh, oh man, anybody who's not American, I have. I'm one glad I'm in a tag team with my cousin. My cousin, <laughs> yes, me, my uh, wife, Shinkara. If there's one regret I have about uh, Takeover, is that uh-huh. the Vaudevillians weren't there. The Vaudevillains. Vaudeville. Is that what yeah. they're called? They're called the Vaudevillians for some reason. Uh, pretty Vaudevillains. good. But it's, like, just great. that that the idea that no the tag team is amazing, and I, I wish they had some part of that pay per view because mm-hmm. they're. They're almost perfectly realized at this point. When you say a tag team called the Vaudevillians, I can think of is Taka and Funaki doing there. Yeah. Indeed. They're like almost like silent film stars. Oh, that like beautiful. Really? Yeah. Like a match with a match with missing frames. Buster yeah. Keaton just doing Pratt Falls in the middle of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, one guy's got like the old timey strongman vibe, and the other guy's like an an actor. Uh-huh. And it's like it's yeah. a real Donny bro. Stuff is so good, but I feel like for WWE, it's slightly too silly. Yeah. So when they get called up, it'll be something way more generic. Yeah, because like what you have with NXT is like that's the one thing. And a couple people mm. have had like uh, like Adam Rose started in NXT, and now okay. he's now he's in WWE, and nobody cares. Mm. He looks super bizarre in the context of everyone else that's yeah. there, right? Like he's with a, like a group of people, and they're having a party at NXT, and it's like, yeah, there's like I don't know, four hundred, five hundred people in the audience, yeah. so they're all like cheering too, and it works because it like it, they're conducive to that atmosphere. Yeah. Emma was uh, she's also from NXT, and like when she would like do her like crazy dance towards the ring with mm-hmm. like bubbles floating in the air uh, it's it's that same thing where it's like it's a small crowd and they all love you but when you show up on raw and you try to do the exact same thing mm-hmm. in front of ten thousand people that don't know that that's your thing first of all right and they don't have the opportunity to like 
And kind they're, of they're there to see Cena. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking to a guy who's been up on stage a couple times recently. I yeah, know the feeling. But yeah, really like up. they can't. You can't expect them to like love your gimmick immediately, mm, yeah. and or at all. And that's the problem that's that's faced a bunch of them. I mean, some people have had success, like Rusev and um, a few others. That's what I worry about when it comes to like certain mm. characters like that. I mean, he literally had the the mm. crowd in the palm of his hand. Moving on to the next major match, you know, we talked about the hippie CJ Parker, mm-hmm. but the next match that was like, had any significant time was, uh, Amore versus Laforte, the hair versus hair match. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Jersey versus France. I've never seen a, like a, a person have a crowd in the palm of his hand yeah. quite like, like I, I'd have to go back to the rock during his heyday. Like, uh, yeah, the fact that he introduced a new chant in the, like just the beginning of that huh. promo with the, uh, how, right. how, how you what, doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all friends fans. Yeah, like <laughs> it was boggling. Like literally, yeah. like you said earlier, it's like as soon as that guy started talking, I shut up and paid attention. I was yeah. like, "This guy's hilarious, and I love him." Like, and I've never seen him before tonight yeah. or cared at all. And <laughs> he I was described like, as like that. He's that pipsqueak dipshit with like the big giant guy behind him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like. That's that's such an old trope that it's, it's a classic. It's instantly understandable. Yeah. Big guy, little loud mouth, yeah. small guy. Yeah, it's just like yeah, get him one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hold me back. You hear what he said, Butch? <laughs> it's just great. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they put him up against like the most like personality less like French yeah. stereotypes of all time, which doesn't yeah. hurt him. Yeah, the fact that he made just listing mm-hmm. haircuts <laughs> mm-hmm. like was was hilarious, and I mean that, that's. That's the sign, like, this guy should be brought up. I think, like, he could, hopefully, in, in front of a bigger crowd, get that same kind of reaction. Yeah, his, 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 like, wrestling skills, that match was kind of like, meh, yeah. I'm still like, who cares? Break his neck, put him in a wheelchair, and make him the new Jimmy that Hart. Was, that was, that, like, that, that, that's what he did for a bunch of... <laughs> I mean, not, not in that order. <laughs> for, for quite a while, he, like, they were, he was in a tag team with his, the taller guy, mm-hmm. Colin right. Cassidy. Um, but Big then, Cass. Yeah. Big Cass. See? He's se- he's I know se- his name, but I don't... Yeah. I'm, yeah. He's seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good, man. Uh, for a while, they were tag team. Then uh, the guy who took part in the match, Enzo Mori, he he broke his leg. So he was out for like a good like five or six months, and mm. for like two or three months, he was just like walking to the ring in crutches with him and like doing that same spiel, like riling people up, and it's like, yeah, you take care of him now. And like they made that's an awesome tag it. team. Like yeah. I think the reason they like uh they had the Ascension lose that tag team match is because they're kind of low on tag teams right now in WWE. Mm-hmm. So they'll bring them true. up. Yeah. Even though like there's that's fired not, a bunch of people. Over yeah. Here. Like the the Ascension's gimmick is a little weird because it's it's kind of harkening back to like Undertaker. I feel like Ooh. these mm-hmm. guys are uh, they believe in some weird cult. They got like Illuminati shirts and it's like weird. And the public reception metal. is no longer like that's scary. Like, well, that's his right. Yeah. If he wants to worship Satan, he can worship Satan. I forgot where I was going with this. Exactly. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Well, bring up another tag team. I think those we those two guys would be perfect. There's the like the Pip Squeak mm-hmm. and the Bully that protects him. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the Nelson and uh, and uh, Martin Prince tag team. Yes, totally. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, if they were both the, from oh, Jersey. Fuck. And the, it's like the I'm, flick in the <laughs> well, give me the the, the uh, Christmas story. Yeah, Groverdale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Groverdale. <laughs> Groverdale. It's just funny because it's just like, I don't know. I feel like their gimmicks are great. Like, their mic skills are great. But it's just like, who do you put them against in, like, any kind of promotion? Because it's just like, 
Yeah. Most of the tag teams, with the exception of like Stardust and you know Goldust, are kind of characterless. Like, yeah. Why don't like Rybaxel. What does Rybaxel do? They come out and go like, oh, we're Rybaxel, and that's it, right? We worked out yeah. a lot. Yeah. We yeah. 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 No, they worked out a lot. They did. Rybaxel <laughs> can be funny. It can yeah, okay, totally. Okay. I'm open. I'm open to that. Totally. Potential. Hearing him talk on 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 some of those behind the scenes documentaries, yeah. they give me you know, all more respect for Ryback because yeah. he, he presents himself as this Goldberg monster, but is very articulate and cares very much mm-hmm. about nice. all this stuff going on. Yeah. Um, well, going to the next like quick match was mm-hmm. the Ryback mirror match. Uh, Mojo Raleigh versus Bull Dempsey, which was a uh, yes. The, that was a borderline squash too, right? Like yeah. Bull Should've killed him pretty notes. quick. Yeah, and it was like a. Yeah, we compared him to Taz, but with long hair. Ah, yes, that fellow. Yeah, yeah. Slightly, slightly fatter Taz with long hair and a singlet. Wait, yeah. let me just say that about NXT. Yeah. They don't seem to have the ban on chest hair that mm-hmm. the WWE does. Or and body type, to be honest. Like yes. A lot of their wrestlers are mm-hmm. not like physically attractive people. They're mm-hmm. all people who are good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's the most irritating thing about the WWE. It's just like, we go to Hood Slam... And I see people that are really good at wrestling, yep. but they're not conventionally yeah. attractive people that mm-hmm. are going to like present well on TV. So it's just like, that's why they're going to be stuck yeah. doing this forever. And it fucking sucks because you that handicap sucks. great matches in the interest of this guy photographs well so I can make a yeah. t-shirt and a fucking It still doesn't make any sense because I haven't seen a t-shirt in years that had a picture of the actual This is actually quite true. Yeah. Have you not seen all my uh, Cena t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see them. Yeah. Uh, Very I good. Think I keep forgetting that well, conundrum. Well, Cena so shirt of invisibility I plus one. Cena <laughs> <laughs> uh, So the the next match of substance was Charlotte versus Bailey. This like, was really good. That, like, was, that was insane. It the was video all- the video package was actually pretty good because mm-hmm. I had no idea about either of them at all, and it was like they built it up like. Bailey's a super enthusiastic. I'm a super fan, and Charlotte. Oh, she's the daughter of Ric Flair, so she's you know silver spoon in her mouth, yeah, uh, yeah. evil heel. David and it was Flair like, incarnate. Oh. <laughs> oh, we were talking <laughs> about that. Literally, like, she's the Arnold Schwarzenegger to David Flair's Danny DeVito. Like <laughs> one of them got all the good wrestling uh, genes, and the other because yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito had a really nice ass. Uh. Um. <laughs> but like Charlotte's been wrestling for I feel like less than a year mm-hmm. on NXT at least. David Flair was on WCW for what felt like two or three years. Probably I, way longer than two or three years, but if it, like, it was at least two or three years. I've heard... Never I've, got any better. I've heard yeah. Lena Dunham being been accused of being the personification of white privilege, mm-hmm. but it's actually David Flair by yeah. design, and that's why we all... <laughs> yeah. it, it was like so yeah. awesome to watch. Yeah. It's like, uh, we're going to put you on this live wrestling show and you can't even no, you can't take, do a, take a like a leg takedown? It's, it's like have, a biological heel setup. Yeah, you, know? you have the word like, flair in your name. You, yeah. should be, you should be called Captain Nepotism. And it's <laughs> even like, and it's weird too, because even like Shane McMahon was like, he did some big, he mm-hmm. did some big spots to make up for the fact he wasn't a great wrestler. And it was mm-hmm. just like, I gave him a pass because it was just like, you jumped off the fucking top of the Titan yeah. Tron to elbow drop some guy during a pay-per-view and that was pretty fucking crazy and that was cool. David Flair never did anything. No. Like, ever. He just got his ass whooped and then sucked at getting his ass. Like, if you can't even take a bump to, like, get your ass kicked, it's just like, yeah. ugh, please, find something else to do. He could hold a crowbar like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> but the match was pretty good. Uh, I, I would I would say that, like, when Charlotte won her title, mm-hmm. it was longer and it was a slightly better match. But, like... Still, yeah. like that—that that was this. I mean, I would say it's the, the second best match of the night. The, pa- oh, yeah, absolutely. the, the package that came beforehand was so like. Sorry, I'm looking at the, the video editing and just like yeah. the brevity of how it set up 
the dramaticism of what yeah. was going to happen. And like, I'd never heard of heard or seen of any of these people. And I already had yeah. chosen a side before the bell rang. Yeah. And again, I don't fucking ever see that. And, it, and, and it's also refreshing that it's like 95% stuff that happened in matches. Mm-hmm. It's not like, uh, you're my sister and I hate you. And, uh, you stole my boyfriend. Shit like that. It's like, no, you, turned on me during this match and I dislike that you did mm-hmm. that and I try hard. I I love wrestling. Yeah. I want to be the champion. That character is great because it's the most like earnest, like heartfelt yeah. character and it like taps in I think a lot of, you know, people who watch it where it's just, yeah, Bailey. Yeah, she's Bailey's got, she's got that fucking face, man. Like, yeah. I, I, she looks like I said this when I watched grotesquely it. Grotesquely, go you do it. Mm-hmm. She's like the girl from Napoleon Dynamite with the, oh yeah, uh, with sideways the, ponytail. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like it's so funny because we watched that and then we watched uh, the later match with the guy who's just like uh, uh, Seth Rogen, Ben Stiller's character. Zoolander. Zoolander. Oh, right, right, right. And it's just like, wow, the WWE's cultural references are stuck in the late <laughs> early 2000s. Yep. <laughs> my, my description of her was the cute girl with the baby mm. face that will never truly be sexy that gives an awesome blowjob. Yeah. Who's outgoing and awesome. <laughs> I thought she was a lot cuter than that, Charlotte. Yeah. I, you yeah. laughed before, and I know it's not yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was uh, fun. You know it's yeah, not cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand why it's not cool, yeah. but I happen to date two people like that. So I, so I, <laughs> I, I come from a place. Yeah. So like I instantly grab like latched onto her and like she's immediately lovable it's so great it's just like I want her to win I was a little worried like so she's been around for like probably a little over a year Mm -hmm. she started out and I thought she was going to be the Eugene of NXT where it's like like the thing about Eugene was A he was kind of Eugene he he was kind of a Hearted. Yes, and that's uh, not like a derogatory use. They pitched him as like kind of oh, a Rain Man ish kind of guy. Yeah. But he would also, it's like he's retarded and he loves wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he would like bust out like a Stone Cold Stunner during a match. He just loves every wrestler. And she. He was like the, the mentally challenged Shang Song of yeah. wrestling. Okay. But like. Um, <laughs> you do everybody's move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but ba- Bailey was kind of in that same yeah. like. Because Bailey loves wrestling mm-hmm. and like she. Like anytime. A common thing on NXT is WWE wrestler comes and does a cameo and does a match. Maybe she will confront that person and give them a hug and be like, "You're so awesome." But That's like, awesome. she's kind of moved past that. This is a match where she was like, "Your dad's Ric Flair, but you suck. I hate you. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to win your title." Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I, I like that they've kind of differentiated mm-hmm. her. Like, she knows when to like stop being a fan and being right. uh, like into the match. And yeah, like you don't want her to be incredible. Pixar fans, hell, <laughs> hell. But no, it's just like the gimmick is strong, but then her actual ring ability is really good too. Like yeah. that was a really long was match, a really good match. Yeah. and they had a nice kind of back and forth with it. And I mean, yeah, there was, was a couple moves that weren't great, but everything else was yeah. fucking awesome. The finish was good. They knocked it out. Yeah. I I was very impressed with the whole thing. Yeah. It's so much better than any Divas match I've seen through any pay per view that we yeah. watched this year, except the TNA one. Nah. The yeah, TNA was, was pretty good. And yeah, the Hoods for sure, one. for sure. Yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman versus oh, Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, Brittany Wonder. <laughs> Brittany Wonder. Yes, Brittany Wonder. Yeah, my dream girl. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a pretty good reverse process where, like, they yeah. kept reversing pins yeah. for, for yeah. good suplex. And there was a like, thing where it was like it was almost an impromptu, like, German suplex slam that she kept doing, where it yeah. was like you were doing with these, her like, legs. School, yeah, with her legs, like, yeah. flipping her over and then, I guess, slam it. It was a really cool spot. Like, you didn't see that from anyone else. And it's yeah. like. Well, you know, it, just, it, it showed more athleticism yeah. than I've seen in a lot of wrestling. I was very impressed with that whole thing. Both of them were yeah. great. And, and that's ultimately yeah. what. I what, hate that we have that one thing like, eh, moonsault. 
Yeah, that one moonsault yeah. she had was nah. It was like Oh, because she clearly hit her hands and feet before well, she Well, she the clearly body. landed yeah. and yeah. And then and then pinned. And then yeah. pinned, yeah. And I mean that sucks cuz you know, that's your sort of finisher. But, but at the same she time, still did a backflip and compare that to you asking me <laughs> trying to run 4 feet <laughs> to, to do a cartwheel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, my ass. Uh, mhm. So uh, th- I'm probably speaking of this out of order, but there was also the like TV debut of Kenta. Yes. AKA I forgot what his name is going to be in actual NXT. Hideo Amata. Arogosaki. Um, let's see if Wikipedia is actually updated. With they his said name it was already. the number one trending uh, hashtag on Twitter. Oh yeah, it was Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami Amata. I was off by two syllables. Yeah. Right. Hideo Itami. Which is apparently in reference to like some Japanese superstar that was his inspiration, mm-hmm. but it's still like, come on, like at, at a certain point, WWE should just be like, this is a person who's been popular elsewhere yeah, with yeah, this yeah. name. Have a little more respect. Yeah. God. Well, it's like oh yeah, you can use that hitting you. Oh, it's I'm like sorry. the other thing too is that it's just like he is now being pitched to the American market, mm-hmm. and you know, not to judge ignorant fucking Americans yeah. that hate anything outside of America but it's like Hideo Itami is a full length Japanese name yeah. they're not going to remember that Kenta is a two syllable name yeah. Yeah. that is much more memorable for them mm-hmm. but I don't know I'm super stoked to see him in NXT though because yeah. I watched several dozens of matches of him in fucking Japan for wrestling and it was just great that yeah. guy is quite awesome yeah I don't know you know he's how long fantastic. has he been in the business uh, five years at five least years? So uh, Wikipedia says he started in 2000. So, Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Well. well, he could have been like 16 in the backyard. <laughs> He's 33 now. Japanese backyard. Yeah. Well, I just I, like I didn't realize how big the backyard wrestling scene mm-hmm. was, and I'm from fucking Florida. Uh, I don't think there's a backyard wrestling scene in Japan. The, no, there's the, the last time. The last time I <laughs> you had don't a, own real estate. The last time I had a job, uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are watching wrestling. We have a backyard wrestling tape." I'm like, "Oh, do you?" And this is a Capcom, if that's going to, like, keep anybody listening. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, he was in it, and he was in it. Like, what? Like, all of you guys is, like, just beyond teenagers are in it. And they were all wrestlers. And I don't yeah. know. So, like, that's neither here nor there, <laughs> is it? But, uh, yeah, Kenta, uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah. Seemed, uh, like, you know uh, CM Punk's finisher? The, mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's a Kenta move. Mm. That, that, it's called the go to sleep, the G2S. Yeah. That's his move. Mm. And, and the uh, yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah you do that but that was that was basically yeah. his whole gimmick and, and the running me that out. Daniel Bryan uses yep. also really from him yeah, yeah. this guy really? is huge yes yeah. yeah those two things were cribbed completely from him mm-hmm. and he is a huge fucking really? star so he's, he's like the wrestling version of like that old blues legend that all like Eric Clapton rips off <laughs> <laughs> Led Belly yeah. Johnson and like yeah 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 Led Belly Johnson we're gonna and we're gonna give you your shot in the amateur league <laughs> yeah, yeah well I mean to be honest though it's just like. Above this guy's age. amazing and he's fucking great, but at the same time, it's he's gonna have a hard time cutting promos because the promo he cut, he literally did it in Japanese first, no mm-hmm. translation, mm-hmm. and then did it in English. And it's just like WWE is based, I would say, almost forty to fifty percent on your ability to fucking stand on a microphone yeah. and say some shit, sure. right? But and there were people like, shit, how does that shit go over in Japan then? When an American wrestler goes over, and they don't cut promos ever, really? and if they do, like the Japanese audience will not. There's no what. 
in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nani? <laughs> Nani? Nobody, no, well, nobody interrupts. That word literally does not exist. In but, um, but I didn't know. live through a lot of wrestling, but I lived through Goldberg. You don't have to say shit to make yourself seem intimidating. Yeah, that's true. But, exactly, and that's the whole and, thing. Is this like when you, But that's the difference, though, is that it's just like, if he comes out and looks like a badass, he looks like mm-hmm. a badass, when you put him in the, microphone, the, in the ring with the microphone and mm-hmm. say, talk about something, it's just like, yeah. it's difficult. Because mm-hmm. it's just like the crowd is a bunch of drunk... And even that audience, Speak which is like English, dude. Like I yeah, swear I, to no, God, like happen. we have a respect for this dude because we know who he is. Like it's like he comes to Japan for wrestling. He's been in fucking ring on all this shit. He's great, but you put him in fucking Gainesboro, Florida, on a fucking Monday night <laughs> with you. a guy with seven fucking Coors Lights in him. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. He's gonna be like, get this fucking guy out of here. You know, I won that. We're seen Yeah, Gainesboro. and even that audience, which was it's in the NXT arena, where it's like mm-hmm. this is a safe place. You can come here. Exactly. <laughs> you can be a model, like a, a selfie model wrestler, and people <laughs> right. will love you. There were still people who were going like, "What? Yep. You're speaking Japanese? What?" Yeah. And it's like, no. Henry uh, described a couple of like good entrances for Japanese wrestlers. Like, yeah. no, they're fans of yours. Yeah, but they he, know you. Yeah, but like this is like I that's would say only like forty percent of the crowd. Like yeah. the other fifty percent is just. Yeah. I'm wrestling, fucking watch guys. Stereotypical wrestling fans. Yeah, stereotypical wrestling. No holds right. barred extras. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and that's and it's such an uphill battle for him. And I fucking yeah. it irritates me because like you know Tajiri and like even Taka and Funaki's whole thing was basically yeah. just like we're doing Godzilla dubbing over their fucking promos because yeah. that's the only way we can sell them to people. And it's like, hey, and, and yeah, like when his when his themes first started playing, I'm like. Ugh. It is some very like chopstick sounding shit, and it's just like you don't have to do that. You yeah. can give him any song. I'm going to wrestle. <laughs> it's so yeah, it's so lame. Because I mean, that guy is like legit, like one of the best like technical wrestlers yeah. in the last fucking two decades. Like amazing yeah. guy, and he has to fucking overcome the fact he doesn't speak English well, and that everyone's gonna gimmick the fuck out of him because he's a Japanese guy. And it's yeah. like, man. And then you get resolved back into your, like, oh, wrestling's a bunch of fucking troglodytes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a fucking internet smart mark that pays attention to all this shit. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, the, if you're not in the crowd, the, being in the crowd makes you do shitty things. It's just the way it is. Mm. Yeah. But not this crowd. Like, NXT's no, crowd actually, is, like... No, actually, that was great. Like, yeah. they're, they're, it's a safe place, like yeah. you said, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was great. And, like, like I didn't realize that because I'd only watched a couple TNA matches and the crowd gets really into it. Yeah. And the crowd in WWE is too big to all unify yeah. under the same chant unless it's fucking yeah. shitty. Yeah. Unless it's, unless it's something mean. And, like, this, this, the NXT crowd was like, holy shit. Yeah. They didn't even leave. With that, that interview, like... Proves that, like, even with a small crowd like that, there's going to be a few bad apples. Like, people will still say what while this, like, Japanese wrestler <laughs> who's realizing his dream yeah. and is saying yeah. it in Japanese. Uh-huh. Yes. Give him 25 fucking seconds to say it in his native language. Yes. Seriously. Fuck please. Faces. Please. Yeah. Just don't be a shithead. I'm considering to not... Not being a dork yeah. and a nerd. And just, I'm going to start a jock Kickstarter, and yeah. I will come and I will punch you when you do things <laughs> Jocks like for that. justice. I yeah. think so. It's it's <laughs> like nerds have lost their natural predator. They deserve yeah. someone like me out there. And- I, I just <laughs> hope that Stone Cold has lost a night or two of sleep. Like, what have I done to wrestling? <laughs> I said I said what for one night, and I've made every, like, say something. Come on. <laughs> That poor guy. So He's I like, can say what? According to his personality, just listen to his podcast. He seems like the nicest dude yeah. in the universe. But he's like he's made you can't have any sort of nuance or like kind yeah, of. Yeah, was that the like, Apple Genius of, Bar? And <laughs> huh. 
No, you're right, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult coming to from a place where it's like your entire country is based on, you know, a certain degree of mm-hmm. uh, subtlety or understanding the meaning between things. Yes. And you come to America mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm drinking an entire bottle of Jim Beam and <laughs> I'm going to yell at you. It's just like, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I don't know. This, all this this was super entertaining. Yeah, it, it reminded me it was really great. About well, it. so and like the, yeah. there's the main event, the yeah. the fatal four way. He did Adrian beat up those two guys. Let's give him that. Yes, <laughs> yes. The, the ascension. They sent the ascension out to him, and then he basically in a uh, stretchy suit uh, just yeah. get them out of the ring and beat them up. I almost want his uniform to be like the. Uh, and this is kind of racist I, on I, my part. The the drunken salary man. Like, uh, <laughs> yes, we were talking out. about that. Like that was the first comment you made. You came back and it's just like he had his suit on. He had unbuttoned his tie, and it was just like he's gonna put the tie around his forehead like a drunken salary man. <laughs> My boss has kept me out late tonight. <laughs> I need this promotion. <laughs> it's time to cut roost. <laughs> oh, uh, what? <laughs> English is a thing. Uh. Uh, I I am so embarrassed. To say I missed most of that because I was charging my cigarettes. Uh. It's just a, a phrase that sucks. <laughs> That's really <laughs> awful. It does suck. Look in the, in like four or five years, he's going to be winning the title at WrestleMania, and you can say mm. I was charging my cigarette when he made his debut. I was there watching <laughs> it with Dave and Grimm when they were still alive. Oh. Wow! <laughs> I made an accurate prediction before they history uh, before, before they enacted their murder suicide pact. <laughs> yes. Just because I finished this bottle of Jim B. Maple doesn't mean I'll be that's, dead. That's next Henry's Jim B. Maple, by the way. Um, yeah, so this when, podcast brought to you by Jim B. Maple. Yeah. Jim B. Maple, when Mike Grimm and Dave Rudden are found dead with their hands in each other's pants. Uh, uh, take a swig of Jim B. Maple. <laughs> Boo. What? Well, speaking of hands and pants, yes. that main event. Uh, Adrian Neville good. versus Sami Zayn and Tyler Breeze and Tyson Kidd. Excellent. Great. Fucking great. It was crazy, like, man. I've watched all the pay-per-views so far this year, and that was... That's the best thing I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, no, no, no. I won't I'm, elaborate. I will say right I, now that was great. Like, four win matches are tough. Because, I don't know what they're doing with uh, yeah. John Cena and Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. but, like, the biggest blow to my psyche was I, was I not on the SummerSlam podcast? I don't even remember. Uh, b- 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 there was no SummerSlam podcast. Yeah, it was, um, it was a little bit later. It was, it was exactly Lesnar just over and over repeatedly slamming Cena. Yeah. It, it, that like, was a cool the match. match. Like, it was idea, like, yeah. Like I'm, not, I'm not a fan of either of them. Like shit, this this mm-hmm. is bucking tradition. I'm a very very bold move. So yeah. that did like this is up there with that with like fuck <laughs> every single second was like ah yeah. like I, I didn't I didn't have a I didn't have a real horse in the fight other than Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Yes, yeah. I respect anybody who grows chest hair and waxes his back which, and uh, wears uh, like, Operation Ivy t-shirts. Yes. Operation. Yeah, we were Ivy. talking about this too because like he was wearing the Operation yeah, Ivy dude. t-shirt and then the higher early he was wearing like a rancid t-shirt. So yeah. it's like this guy's super into like fucking Bay Area, you yeah. know, source punk bands and shit. And it's like the sound system's gonna bring him back up. It's just gonna what, happen. What? <laughs> pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate to tell you guys, but uh, he was actually. Uh, born and resides out of Quebec. <laughs> hey, you um, know what? He's still like legit with his taste. Though those yeah, things are very regional. Good for him. Uh, no, and he was the guy. Who was the match? He was at the match with Cesaro, right? Yeah, that yes. it was. That was the fucking match that made Which me know that NXT were, was a thing. Was you the were, Cesaro? You were showing me that. And it's match. like I think we should do a wrestling podcast and like I don't know wrestling and then mm-hmm. like. Cesaro and Sami Zayn, like that is astonishing. If, yeah. if that's actually happening on a regular basis, like yep. we should definitely be. It's it's well worth talking about and watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was by far the best match of 2013, and yeah. I, like I mean this is up there. I don't know if it, I would say it's like the best match I've seen this year. It's it's one of the best. Uh, it, it, it didn't suffer from that kind of when they have a fatal four day mm-hmm. four way match in WWE. A lot of people are my age. It's right? like yeah. yeah, it's like 
why is that guy outside of the ring yeah. for like 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you yeah. just pin him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it happened a couple times, but it was it was usually for a believable reason. The Webb here is it Tyler Webb? Who's the who's Tyler, the Tyler Breeze? Who's the okay Tyler Breeze, yeah. the Zoolander Fandango yeah. guy, the, yes. the, the 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 perfect ch- the perfect boy. Yes, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, he he would disappear, but everybody else was like yeah. fucking in it in like the entire time. What's his face was kind of out of for a long time. Uh, the Neville guy. Uh, well, when he, when he got fucking slammed on the concrete. No, dude. Like yeah. we were, I was talking to Dave about this. We were watching. Like that guy's taking super hard bumps where it's like you fall on the apron and eat shit off the top rope and a thing, and it's like, and they don't look great. Yeah. yeah. But those are bumps where it's like, there's no fucking joking that. There's it's just no like, way that didn't. You're hurt. eating shit onto your bone and yeah. then falling down, and it's just like. <laughs> There's no way you can like figure out the way to perfectly fall from having a guy thrown yeah. up at you while yeah, you're yeah. standing on a top rope yes. and falling outside of the ring. It's like, yeah, that's not a normal thing. It's not like a suplex where you know exactly how to do it every time. Yeah. Right, it's right. It's like, I haven't trained for this. I'm going to try to figure out the best way to fall for this, and it's still going to probably hurt a lot. You know how good <laughs> I used to be at falling? Really? Yeah, well, there was a, there was a god damn it. We did a a, a sketch from an Adam Sandler CD when mm-hmm. I was a, a, a counselor in training at a camp. Why at do 15. we fall, Master Chris? <laughs> Why do we fall, Robert? <laughs> it was it's, it's so much worse than that. But I got I used to be able to take like just fall downstairs mm-hmm. and I, this is so so irrelevant. <laughs> but like but the I got a, a ten children to pick me up and throw me over a three story balcony. I'm like, are you sure you should do this? And like, yeah, I'll land. I'm like, oh. oh. I think that's why wrestling wasn't so impressive to me back then because I could take mm-hmm. falls and then like only recently like I ran out of a friend's house and like I'm gonna jump off a stoop and grab this tree branch and swing over there mm-hmm. and then uh, something happened and it's like oh yeah there's gravity and your body's 200 pounds and you're 30 and slump bam <laughs> and like just pain for weeks pain for wow. weeks uh, I don't I don't know if you guys well, grew up with that like, maybe, I had a maybe you can be the uh, do you know how to spell soft. You can be there. <laughs> you can be their manager, but like it should yeah. be two syllables. First of all, swap, and then foot. <laughs> uh, I mean, Snorlax. Sorry, go ahead. That yeah, that match. Uh, like the amount of believable two counts in there, mm-hmm. the amount of believable finishes. This was like it's almost a, a small stroke of genius that in the the very first match. The tag team with Sin Cara, who's mm-hmm. quote unquote slumming it. He's like been on WWE. Now he's in NXT with this other lucha guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they win the tag team championship. I'm like, oh, so that means a guy who's been in WWE can win an NXT belt. That's why I thought Tyson Kidd could have won, and the other two guys are, are kind of equally believable as champions. And of course, the champion retained. But it was like I went into. I can't remember the last time I've watched a four-way match where I'm like mm. I think everybody has like a chance of winning this it was yeah not, it was not clear to me at all yeah. I thought Zane was gonna take it but then you would describe like well, he's the Daniel Bryan of WWE yeah he's come out and he never wins yeah. the crowd loves him um he does amazing shit like yeah. he did it today with the uh the jump through yeah the turnbuckle into yeah. the, the which DDT. is I think that's what he did in the Cesaro match yeah. too right that that's his I don't know, that movie is such a showstopper yeah. it's so yeah. good but then it was just like, I don't know, I loved it because they set it up, you know, it was him and Neville were kind of like, you know, the favorites. Yeah. And then like uh, Tyler Breeze and... Uh, Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. They were kind of like the goons that nobody liked. They mm-hmm. were the heels and everyone would like... And they, you know, they beat up on the two guys yeah. for the whole thing. But it was like, 
I don't know, man. That match was so great. The pace was good. It lagged a couple times, yeah. but the end was so great because it went so much further. Where mm-hmm. it was just like everyone's nailing their finishers. Everyone's nailing top rope stuff. There was that uh, superplex, super power bomb thing where everybody basically just ate shit off the <laughs> yeah. top rope. <laughs> yes, and just crashed down. And it was like Which, where, where it looked like Zayn had pinned three people. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's like a, I hate being nitpicky about yeah, the, like, yeah, spots, yeah. but like please. please. Uh, so two guys are doing a suplex. Mm-hmm. All that Sami Zayn really did was push their legs down. Totally. Yes. They did do they they. How does that differ from them actually doing a suplex? Sure. They're they're doing a suplex bump. I think... and for some reason because somebody was lightly pushing them. Dave, I it think hurts. if you can't suspend your disbelief, you're not going to enjoy a lot of wrestling. I know. I think I know. Yeah, at one point you said like this is real and I'm offended. And it was like <laughs> and if any time you go like yeah, you know that it's real and yeah. you're really having fun with it. And I think that's the that's the yeah. litmus test, right? Where it's just like when you get mad at something because like Ugh, it's like you're into yeah. it. Yeah. It's know. like Tyler Breeze shouldn't be like slapping the mat repeatedly angry that he got he, he didn't should get be it pinning the guys that he just decimated yeah. he should do a leg drop and then get that quick three count exactly and that means they're real. doing a really good job yeah. yeah now that match is fantastic though the yeah. ending was great yeah i am so sold on uh this neville guy like yeah. i that was crazy we were joking about it and i still think it's pertinent that you know his head does not match his body no, at all because no, no, no. his body is like physical perfection his head is a dwarf from the Hobbit like cutting a promo sitting down and like when you saw him with the shirt off i'm <laughs> like did he borrow that body? Yeah. <laughs> where, where did that come from i mean yeah like the thing with with nxt is when somebody loses a championship you're almost mm-hmm. like okay you've graduated you're like if that's you, your ticket out of here yeah like i almost mm-hmm. expected charlotte to lose because it's like she's super great mm-hmm and they could use another like actual good female wrestler mm-hmm. on the main roster, even though that she'll never get a match more than like five and a half minutes long on a pay per view. Sure, uh, you can't be in an E show, Jesus. Christ. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, but I can I understand like yeah, Adrian Neville. He has great moves, but he's still like a I don't know Scottish or whatever. <laughs> he still like he has that really our, thick accent. Our xenophobia has, will keep him from yeah. the fame. He has giant ears, and it's like giant ears. And he's Huge probably Dumbo S. He's probably not ready to be a WWE wrestler. Like yeah. he could he could use more time doing NXT, and that, I think Triple H like he's kind of overseeing NXT, and like mm-hmm. people have said, we kind of want these to be two separate things, and it not to be. Oh, a detriment like, that you're in XT for yeah, a long time because not it's, the minor leagues of WWE. It's, yeah, it's not. It's almost not the minor leagues. It's just like, but it isn't. You don't get busted down to the NXT. That's kind of been the, and I, I feel like this event that was, has it, happened though, right? Yeah. Well, like Tyson Kidd was, yeah. like he was a regular tag team champion. It's uh, called next. It seems yeah, to imply it, like you're yeah. moving forward. But like, it, I like that it's almost his own brand. It's a it's shorter show. Mm. It's more focused on wrestling. Yeah. And if you're great at wrestling and maybe not great at doing interviews, mm-hmm. that's not a detriment here. Like it's uh It was they, way more palatable to me than yeah. Raw, period. I'm just saying, like right now my dream match <laughs> is the little guy from Soft, Stardust, and uh the guy from the Shield, uh Lunatic Fringe. Yeah. Everyone's like you get them in it and that it is the three craziest elements in the WWE, like yeah, well, that's, that's all I want. When I was thinking, and, and I don't want and to maybe fucking. I, if I'm they not, could kiss at the end of the match, Ooh. perfect, perfect. And I'm then not you a, play right into my fan fiction, and we're good to go. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an expert uh, on wrestling, but mm. my favorite parts of WWE were what CM Punk would say and what Dean Ambrose would do, and yeah. I don't look forward to anything else. Yeah. Sorry, Daniel Ryan. It just we. I think we just all wanted to see you win, and once you did, mm-hmm. you don't really matter. 
It might, you might as well have a broken neck. Uh, but they, what every everything else in NXT was like, I can get invested in this. Mm-hmm. But we were like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the crux of it. Though is like, you're not going to see this level of like heated paced competition no. when when you're a branded entity that needs to exist for several years to mm-hmm. sell shit. They're not going to let you do fucking you know Neville's fucking spinning top rope half gainer fucking move all day long. <laughs> Or like, what's his face? Jump through the turnbuck because these are the moves. Like we were saying earlier, these are moves that have a high risk of fucking up in yeah, like a yeah. main a high risk situation. of being handicapped. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you fuck yourself up, yeah. or you fuck the move up, and it's just like, well, yeah. you know, and they won't greenlight that for like main event shit, right? Well, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's amazing that like so much of that show went off without a hitch because this mm-hmm. is yeah. they've only had three live shows. They oh, take- their, their production values were hilarious. Huh? Uh, clip packages didn't didn't start. Yeah. Cameras didn't cut. Like it it's was, being done it was, at full sale, so I imagine that there's a certain level of. Student. Oh, I know full sale. It feels yeah. like it's NXT for the production people too. Like I'm from, you're going to get graduated up into the big leagues in WWE. I'm yeah. from Florida. A bunch of my friends went there. Did you know that that's where Michael Stipe goes to sleep with people before uh. he came out of the closet? Uh. That's from- me in the corner. That's me getting mud <laughs> stomped. Yes, in my title. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I've exerted too much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any comedy here, but it makes me laugh. All right, so I mean, we've established that the NXT is—I mean, worth watching. Granted, for it's the fuck. in-house alternative, but it's a nice alternative to Dude, they watching alternative. eight hours of WWE wrestling mm-hmm. to be caught up on their product, and then nothing would make me happier yeah. than just like miraculously beat WWE in the ratings. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> I know, but it might because all I see is a bunch of dissatisfaction with the yeah. with Raw in its current form. And yeah, I mean, it's like SummerSlam happened, and now they've got a champion who can't be on TV every week. Yeah. But it's it's better than having Cena be like, I win all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's his fault. Is that there's been nothing else since yeah. Cena? And uh, like even yeah, I like Cena. WWE. I like a, watching Cena. Yeah. And WWE at its best, it's like, well, there are certain matches. We can't have every pay-per-view be eight entirely new matches. We need feuds that simmer over two or three months. Yeah. You remember that CM Punk bit, the the, the, the spot, the pipe bomb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't hate you, John. I like mm-hmm. you. I hate what you represent. People hate what Cena represents, yeah. which is stagnation. Yeah. And, and people hate, like, oh... Uh, so Rusev won this month mm-hmm. via countout, so that means we're uh, we're vamping for another month for this next pay per view, and uh, like I mean with NXT, it's like well you have a pay per view every not a pay per view but you have a big event every three months, so things are different and like a weekly show that's one hour, mm-hmm. they have to like be a little bit more fast paced to make things happen that fast, right? So that's I feel like a good alternative, and I feel like it's. Ironically, since you can almost only watch it on an, on the WWE Network, it is the most noob-friendly way to watch mm, wrestling. Yeah. It's like one hour a week is a small investment for somebody who's I, never I, watched any wrestling. I cannot when when we watched the three hour Raw and I didn't watch it on Hulu, like it was excruciating. Yeah, couldn't yeah. handle it. Yeah. Fucking hated it. Yeah. Um, I, so I would also say, like, real quickly too, like as much as I love Sam Punk and what he did for, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting people back in wrestling. Wizard of Ozing that shit and yeah. like you know but just saying like 
I'm going to call out the writer for Hi, writing Dwayne. a shitty plot line. Like, yeah, <laughs> Hi, Dwayne, that kind of shit. Yeah. It's just like wrestling works on the operation that you know it's fake and you are yeah. willing to accept that. So when there's a guy standing there saying, this is fake and you know it's fake, it's like, yeah, I know, but... So, I don't know. I appreciate the Rusev gimmick for being super fucking, like, xenophobic and retarded and dumb <laughs> and silly. And then I appreciate, like, you know, the Bailey shit for being mm-hmm. really cartoony. And it's just like, that's what makes it fun is that yeah, I can completely totally. forget that I'm here watching guys, you know, set up spots and do bumps. And I can just more get into it in the fact that it's just like, yeah, here's people trying to do some shit and have some fun. And it's like, eh, whatever. Should be I love seeing Should, Should be fun. Yeah. But I feel that at the other time, it's totally okay for it to whip back in the direction and no, go I, like... I, Total I, fantasy. I miss, I miss, Total fantasy. Have I, fun with I it. I miss CM Punk a lot because that that he originally got me invested in the whole product. Uh, but like, where he was frustrated with where am I? Why am I not promoting? Like, dude, what do you think you're supposed <laughs> to do? Yeah, where yeah. are you supposed to go? Like, I don't know. You you figure it out because I can't and <laughs> yeah. they can't either. Yeah. Well, if only NXT had been around when he made that that interview. Yeah, that's true, yes, true. you could be. Oh, you could just pretend the Attitude Era never happened. Be the Vince yeah. McMahon of NXT. That'd be great. He'd make a great Vince McMahon. Seriously, any fucking outlet. He should be back as like a fucking ring promoter, or mm-hmm. like a promo cutter, because that guy is a plus. Oh, there are no mm-hmm. bridges burned in WWE. It's all about money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they bring most people back. But believe it or not, this is not the end of this episode. We have another segment where Holy we're talking shit. about additional. <laughs> Uh, outlets beyond the WWE right. to get your wrestling fix. Uh, so we'll be back with that. But I hope you enjoyed our chat about NXT. Watch NXT. Yeah, NXT. Yeah, absolutely. Well, are you too good to spend an hour watching wrestling? Come <laughs> if on. If you're listening to this podcast, almost certainly yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, you can spend an hour listening to wrestling. But uh, yeah, we'll be back with that. Hey y'all, Cheap Podcast host Dave running with the break segment for you. There's no new episode of Raw to talk about. This episode is not really about the WWE product proper, so it's um, going to be a short one. You know, all of the Laser Time Network shows are pretty neat. Uh, this week's Laser Time is, uh, from what I hear, it's a pretty fun, freewheeling episode. Those ones are always uh, a blast. Uh, VG Empire, uh, there was a recent episode about Famicom music, which is was pretty rad. Just hearing how uh, some NES favorites sound with just a little bit more panache to them. More recent than that, there's an episode with Danganronpa and Godhand Killer7, all classics, modern classics. Cape Crisis, I was on this week's episode uh, with another infrequent Cape Crisis guest, Tyler Wilde. Um, yeah, we talked about Wolverine, and, and I talked a little bit about a, a cool new noir comic series that's just uh, started, The Fade Out. I recommend that. I re- recommend the episode of Cape Crisis, Video Game Apocalypse. Um, Michael is uh, away for the week, so it was a very interesting episode that uh, I was on with Chris and Henry and Tyler about the top five things ruining video games. Uh, you know, despite the the moniker, it's a very funny, uh, strange episode. Uh, one of the favorites that I've done, and I've been on a bunch of VGAs before. 
uh, all recommended. And you know, cheap podcast. You want to hear our rants about every uh, month's WWE pay-per-view and surrounding fun. If you want to support all of these shows, there are so many ways you can do it. Uh, you can donate. There's a link on the left-hand side. Also on the left-hand side is a link to the Laser Time store where you can buy t-shirts for any of the aforementioned podcasts. And uh, just littered throughout the site, maybe not, maybe littered's not the best word, uh, peppered around the site are a bunch of links to Amazon products or products on Amazon. Click on any of those. You don't even need to purchase what you've clicked on, but just purchase something during that visit, and we will get a little bit of a kickback on those, and it really helps keep the lights on and the wheels turning, and um, the wheels on and the lights turning. Anywho, I'll let you guys get back to listening to this episode with a slightly different lineup. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to episode 32 of the Cheap Popcast, the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. Uh, That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, this is Dave Rudden. Mm. I'm the king of strong style, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> uh, the male booty, Chris. Mm-hmm. I, I need to come up with something else. Chris, I'm you, sorry. you could have come up with a custom uh, name to match this segment, which is kind of indicative of hopefully the entire episode where mm-hmm. we're talking about wrestling outside of WWE, mm. you know, the organization that does Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and pay-per-views. Because there are options out out there, mm. you know, both uh, even tied to the WWE with NXT, but mm. there's, of course, independent wrestling across the country, across the globe. Um, I am uh, Chris Brittany Wonder. And yeah, there we go. Yeah, look, at that, look what I did. Um, look what I did. So, like, we've, we've all been able to watch various forms of non-WWE it wrestling seems recently. harder It's nowadays. happening... Currently, yes, like not old stuff. But I'm but, only yeah. I, my big plug here will be that Monday Night War stuff on the network. It's very clear they saved that until the six month subscription was over. Because the second I found out that happened and my subscription was lapsing, I'm like, yes, that's all I've ever wanted to watch. Actually, the it's WCW great yeah. Monday Night War, and mm-hmm. at that time I was I was closer with WCW. Yeah, and it, it's really nice to see that again. And they did just add all the WCW archives. Yeah, yeah not not all of them. They, the they, first 100 episodes of Nitro, I think mm-hmm. it is. Yep. Um, And it's so, like, I've been watching a a bunch of random ones here and there, just seeing, like, oh, this is the debut of La Parca, or, Mm -hmm. like, Chris Jericho, and it's like, like, just, it's episodes I randomly choose from the first mm-hmm. 100. That's crazy. It's like, oh, this person I'd love for years. And you get to see the, the the history of like, the NWO's here, what are they going to do? And then they just tease it, the entire show, yeah. and then, oh, running. So they flip over the announcer table and say, yeah. we're so extreme. 
What are you gonna do? Yeah. But if <laughs> current, okay. But if current stuff, do you want to get into I it? I just want to put yeah. like I didn't see WWE during that period, and I was watching one of the episodes with you, and mm. I didn't know that they introduced fake. new fake uh, Razor oh, Ramon yes. care. I never saw that, and like, wow, that's yeah. pathetic. And then Jim Ross like. Yeah, it was real pathetic. He could, well, he Love speaks his mind. That's what you hear on his own podcast. Like he's <laughs> mostly saying, "Like, man, wrestling sucks today. What happened to the rules? You can't. I can. Yeah, but I can." When I when I hung out with pals in, uh, at SummerSlam this year, like at one dinner, it was just like, "Yeah, you listen to the JR podcast," it's and great. then we each just start repeating all the things he says all the time it's, on it. It's like, like listening to an, a, like a really old carpenter. Yeah, they got rid of the support board there, and that's <laughs> this is why that's that's not working out for you. I mean, come on, how are we supposed to get in here without a trade union to block all that? <laughs> I uh, gotta put a butt yeah. every eighteen inches. That's what it's all about. But the, <laughs> the fake diesel and razor are like the um, I don't know what, what do they call them? Saban Ghostbusters. I forget who made the other Ghostbusters. That was a cartoon. Oh, Filmation. Filmation. Filmation's yeah. Ghost. They're the Filmation Ghostbuster wrestlers. Wow. Yeah, they were awful. Man. Okay, but current wrestling that I'm watching now is but uh, non WWE. Non WWE. Mm-hmm. I've really gotten into is New Japan Pro Wrestling, which mm-hmm. is. Where do you According, see that mostly? Uh, <laughs> on uh, Daily Motion. They, <laughs> they take them down off YouTube. That's the thing. Uh, New Japan has their own presence on YouTube, which is just promotional stuff mm-hmm. mostly. So then they just take down They take down anything else. So you have to go, like, I had to go all the way to Daily Motion and Vimeo to watch it instead. See, it it's seems like, like they could just have a Twitch stream, hire Henry to commentate mm-hmm. in English. Well, and, uh, okay, so number one. They do have a stream. Oh, it's only do. in Japanese. They do iPay-per-views, which apparently are like actually getting shut down soon by Ustream. Like, wow, that really? sucks. They were doing Ustream iPay-per-views, which ROH was doing as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's almost the perfect place for something. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, like because You if, have to watch it at 2 a.m. It's yeah. live, and you're watching it at 2 a.m. But if you stuff. had like somebody, like, if like there was an official translator for New Japan who was in the comments mm-hmm. and translated this stuff to English mm-hmm. while, there, while it was being said, because that's the big hurdle. Is no, you hire matches- one English commentator. Well, uh, uh, so the commentators, okay, number one, you should be happy it's all on Ustream because you're expecting a Japanese company oh, yeah, to, to know what the internet you. is, but and they well, don't. They will not, and not that I have any history with working at a Japanese company, but they will not jeopardize their Japanese product in any way mm-hmm. to make it more palatable to Americans. So instead, they'd rather just, I think they'd just probably just go, all right, look, if, you, if it's not on YouTube, steal it. We won't stop you. Like, mm-hmm. you're, a, you're a tertiary audience at best. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't yeah. care. But, but though, I will say also that New Japan sells official T-shirts now through Pro Wrestling Tees. Mm-hmm. That's just where I bought my shirt. But okay, so New Japan... In the history of uh, of pro wrestling, like in Japan, mm-hmm. there are the two biggies, which are New Japan Pro Wrestling and All Japan Pro Wrestling. And there have been offshoots and stuff, but uh, pretty much the WCW and WWE are those two. I'd say New Japan is the WWE and All Japan was the WCW. The, the upstarts? Uh, but All Japan is basically mm-hmm. like a, a crap house right mm-hmm. now. Like, a, But meanwhile, New Japan... Is putting on the best stuff they've ever done. I've been reading like they just put on the thing. I was really watching was the that really pulled me. It was the G1 Climax 24. Mm-hmm. The G1 Climax is a round robin <laughs> tournament they do every year, and this just shows you like WWE could never do this. That is a tournament where winning means something. Like winning the tournament is better than being champ in, mm-hmm. in, on yeah. this night. You, you could never book a tournament that meant anything in, in WWE. But why, but why is that? Well, the way they make this one matter is. 
that is basically a month long. Whoa. And everybody wrestles everybody in Whoa. each block. There's two blocks of 16, and everybody wrestles everybody within those blocks, and then the two winners of those blocks on a point system. Like, like March Madness for wrestling? Kind of is, yeah. <laughs> but it's really just, the point of it is, is an excuse to have everybody wrestle everybody yeah. and have awesome matches. And that's mm. all it was. And it was just these great matches of like, and it, it introduces you to the, the characters. like, mm. And then also, it's all about performance. There are characters who are bad guys, and they sometimes cheat, but they also, like, they're just a better wrestler. And if they're better, then they beat him that day. Like, there's no John Cena who is the unstoppable character. Mm-hmm. So the characters I really got into who I found out are the bad guys, or but though not the worst guys. Mm-hmm. So I came in through Bullet Club. Like, Bullet Club is yeah. is 100% the NWO. They do the click sign. You brought that up on Laser sweep. Time. But yeah. they're, they're all Americans. The, they have, well, there's a couple of Tongan guys in mm-hmm. there, and... It's just non-Japanese, though. They also have a Japanese guy who just joined the team mm. called Taka. But um, but their thing is, yeah, that they're brash Americans, as mm. written by the Japanese. But it's an excuse for them to then, for the promoters to just hire the best, this awesome American talent to then do have great matches with with them. And I, I wonder if, to an extent, they are thinking, like, this can get them into America more by having these famous American names. Like, their biggest one was AJ Styles. Yeah. Left TNA because TNA sucks and could not afford to keep them because they're garbage. And Diz- Dixie Carter is the stupidest idiot they ever owned in wrestling company. <laughs> <That's> personal. <laughs> and so they lost AJ Styles, which is to NW, NW uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's game, NJWP. Uh, and so he's having the matches of his career, like such amazing matches and against fresh guys. Mm. And then it's also showing off these guys that are my favorite now. Like I, I only really know the the main event scene. I don't know too much in the undercard, mm-hmm. but in the main event scene, like Tanahashi is this like their golden boy. Like he's the good guy who plays air guitar as he's walking down to the ring. Uh, and then there's uh, Rainmaker uh, Kazushi Okada, who is like this fancy pants who has like dyed blonde hair and basically is kind of like the Rock, but uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood Rock. And then I'm trying to put this into terms we all understand. <laughs> well, me mainly. And then, uh, and then there is uh, the new one who I'm really into, Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. who uh, he is the king of strong style, as he's called, which is strong style is the heart of Japanese pro wrestling in the 80s, which was hmm. it's pretty much real. That, uh, not that it is there's an agreed upon ending. But if you're going to hit somebody with a clothesline, you try to take their fucking head off. Really? Like that to show how tough you are. You hit each other very hard so the audience sees, like, these guys are both tough. They're not faking this. Like, those are red welts on this person's face. He's going to get bruised from that. Huh. Like, it's supposed, that's strong style. And so there's this guy named Nakamura who's the king of strong style who just, like, says, you're all pussies now. I'm going to be the king of strong style. But then on top of that, he basically dresses like Michael Jackson from Thriller, mm-hmm. from the Thriller video, and nice. has the mannerisms of like the most evil incarnation of of Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, like that he is like this crazy weirdo, just like puts his hands in weird <laughs> angles and just points to the audience mm-hmm. and has like a like a side mullet and stuff. It's just he's so weird and awesome. Like I love him. And then and then I also saw that they are doing a series of toys with Mama Shiba. Which are those uh, Carolyn Goodmanson, our our good pal, first alerted me to Mamashiba, which are just these like cute little thirty second ads from Japan where mm-hmm. a man is eating beans and then one bean <laughs> that looks like a dog comes alive and then tells him a gross fact and then the person is disquieted by this bean talking to him and so now they're making themed Mamashiba toys. 
that look like the wrestlers. Wow. Like, and the wrestlers are posed with them in these pictures. It's so awesome. 90% of the Japanese disposable income goes towards things that are plastic. <laughs> I found that out. So, it, yeah, if you if uh, it's Can if I? you hate that all American wrestling other than maybe NXT mm-hmm. is isn't into work rate or putting on great matches it's about what happens before and after mm-hmm. matches if you're the type of person who like jr mm-hmm. prefers bell-to-bell combat and athleticism yeah. that's what new japan is new japan is almost purely that to, and, uh, and I, I will say oh, it's right. easy to listen to the commentators because they they most oh. of the moves most of the moves oh are are english language because they are like so many things in japan if it's a transplanted thing they don't yeah. make up a word for it they yeah. just well uh, they just say it their way but it's in english Good and shout. so bastard <laughs> like nice. that's that's what they say it was going to sound like a dumb question but it sort of answers it i was wondering how an american would go into that scene and call mm. spots well, I, as I have read in books, and I'm reading Stan Hansen's book on this too, is mm-hmm. that because I think partially because it started as an American art form, it's just tradition okay. now mm-hmm. that they were taught to call the moves huh. a, in English. Wow. You say that like you don't say like, "Hey, I'm going to hit you and then throw you over there." They just yeah. say like, "Corner, clothesline, over there." But but they have to do it a lot quieter because their yeah. audiences are stone oh, silent. Yeah. So they got to put their it's it's it always is usually from like a headlock or something. Yeah. That that is one thing I'm more used to looking at them like you're used to seeing in the Botchamania things of mm-hmm. just like John Cena looking at the camera just screaming like give me a minute, give me a minute. But in mm-hmm. these ones I can really only see it of like they're putting their heads together. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm calling it yeah. spot there, but but yeah, like the, if if I were to suggest one match to watch mm-hmm. to get you into it it would probably be one of the uh, Okada AJ Styles matches from this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones where he defends the IWGP. That's another mm-hmm. big deal right now. Like AJ Styles has the IWGP belt, and he's like the 60th person to have it ever. And then like the belts rarely change hands, and he's maybe like the seventh American to have it. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar once had the IWGP really? belt. Wow. This was something I didn't know about Brock Lesnar's history that. He couldn't compete in an American wrestling promotion or UFC after quitting WWE. Ah. And then he was like, fine, I'm going to Japan. I'll just wrestle in Japan. And he won their world title and then quit over money and took the title with him. And they had to renegotiate it with him to get back the belt. But, uh, but yeah, so that's one other thing. They really care about their titles. Like yeah. a tag title championship means something. Winning the G1 Climax means something. Well, like and, American rarely wins that. And when they show, yeah, and when they show... Like the when they introduce the champion, mm-hmm. it starts with a press special pre credits role showing a picture of every person that's been champion up to mm. you, and that's like really great. But okay, they gotta but get a picture of David Arquette in there. <laughs> but if you were to watch one match, I would say probably the G One Climax prelim match between Okada and Styles is a really great match yeah. between those two. Or if you want to skip straight to the end, watch the finals between Okada and Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. That's also really great. Or AJ Styles versus Tanahashi. That was also at the G1 Climax. These are all like from last, well, actually July now. They were awesome, awesome, awesome events. And now I have bought a Bullet Club t-shirt. So. Yay! Yeah. Now we all can know. <laughs> um, <laughs> now no one will know what you're wearing. Kind of similar to the New Japan style, something that I watched. Uh, mm-hmm. Just this previous weekend... Ring of Honor had their internet Ooh. pay-per-view all-star I heard there was some six. I heard there was some controversy there. Uh with well Michael Elgin. Yeah, well he was, was this on Ustream too? This was also on Ustream. Okay. How much uh, does that normally cost? It was 20 bucks. 
It's not bad. Yeah, except the fact that, like, so I bought it today. Oh, yeah, they charged, day- like, 60 for New Japan one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, it was way, it was way more expensive, yep. especially because it's going on for months. So I think, like, you could buy mm-hmm. the entire thing for 150 bucks. Yep. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I bought this for twenty, and uh, the audio never quite synced up properly, which was nice. Mm. Bush League, Bush League. Yeah, um, you would think they weren't owned by a broadcasting company? Yeah. Are they? They're on. Yeah, HD. they're owned by they're owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. Sinclair Broadcasting. Oh, they're on HD Network, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. Ring of Honor's on HD Net. Yeah, which is such a quaint network idea now. Like <laughs> we're, everything we air is in HD. Like so does every other network yeah. now. I saw All right, but sorry, I interrupted you. Um. Yeah, I in in retrospect, it was probably not the best one to choose because it did not have a lot of talent that I knew. Mm-hmm. There were like four people I knew from TNA, nobody from WWE. Mm-hmm. There, no, there was a diva from WWE. <laughs> the I think the common complaint that people levy against Ring of Honor mm-hmm. is that it's sometimes sometimes a little bit sexist, which I definitely saw in this because there was there were there were two women in the entire event. One of them got kicked twice by a man. Which is like WWE is uh, kind of like stepped away from that now. They it's try like, to yeah. never have violence against a woman, and if yeah. they do, it's it means yeah. something. Granted, they were both accidental kicks, but it's like WWE doesn't even do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And there was a, the other woman like was posing in lingerie with a title, and was about to get fucked with the title on Ooh. in the ring, but this other guy came out and like beat up the guy before he did it. Yeah. It was really yeah. Mm. I mean, and the other. This is about honor, Henry. Yeah. It's weird because it's honor like, used to be just the handshake. They guys. still do that. Every but match was like, is is, good game, good is game. the guy is the loser gonna shake the winner's hand? And like ninety like for all but one of the matches, it, the answer was yes. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the other one was no, and there was one other one where it was like, No, he's not gonna shake his hand. He's gonna put the title belt on him because he's so he respects him so much <laughs> nice. that he lost the title, he's gonna put the title on his opponent. And I think the other complaint is that they kick out a lot in Ring of Honor for things that shouldn't be kicked out of. Like, like a top rope uh, tombstone pile driver or something. Yeah. Somebody kick out of that. I mean, and there was a little bit of that. You visualize that with your hands, Henry? So I know oh, like, no, it's just a pile. No. <laughs> it's like the guy oh, that oh, way and yeah. jump. No, knees, they're bloom. Oh, yeah. so evocative. I wish you guys could have seen that. <laughs> Like there wasn't a lot of weapon usage, but there were like one or two times when it was like someone was thrown into a table outside of the ring, rolled into the ring, and kicks out. And it's like I guess that's not even like that's something that happens in WWE nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like Cena will that will happen to Cena. I will say New Japan they they yeah. value a near fall like and they also they protect a finisher mm-hmm. like they have characters signature characters yeah. their signatures they have multiple signatures that that they'll get a near fall yeah. but. If somebody does their finisher and hits it, a kick out of that matters. Yeah. Like unless they're a jobber. If they're a jobber, yeah. then kicking out of the finisher is like, well, yeah, this guy's not real. But like, yeah. Anyway, I kind of feel like a jerk complaining about this, but there's no real characters. Like everyone is just <laughs> this guy. Like uh, AJ Styles was there, and his match was good, but it was like he was just fighting this other guy. I got to look up his name because he's wearing just, the IWGP belt there. Uh, yes, hmm. he beat Adam Cole, who was like a former yeah. Ring of Honor's champion. But you're just a guy, just the guy, <laughs> like the man, Adam Cole. There was one tag team that made an impression on me, and it was uh, this. They were called Moose and Artie Evans. So Moose is like this NFL player who's just started. And oh, Artie yeah. Evans is this like skinny dude who his thing is that he has this winning streak. <laughs> and like just the fact that they had these characters, the the big doofus and like 
his like skinny friend who's it's like basically the the, the nerd who's got the bully friend. Yeah. yeah. The tag team. And I'm like I let, that's something that's I can I can I can relate to that. Mm. Whereas almost every other character I really can't. Um and I yeah, in the title match, uh the Ring of Honor champion Michael Elgin lost to I forget one Briscoe. Briscoe. Jack uh, Briscoe? Yeah. Which I'm I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know that they were they're not actually related to the, uh, the Briscoes name, from uh, yeah because they're mm-hmm. Briscoe with an E at the end. Uh, um, that seems kind of rinky dink. I gotta say, like that seems like a carny would go like, oh, yeah. it's a made up. Yeah. Oh, we got Hulk Hogan with an E at the end. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay Briscoe. Uh, Jay Briscoe, and like so, they are actual brothers. There's two Briscoes in Ring of Honor, and mm. they are the ugliest, like most like southern <laughs> wrestlers you've ever seen. But I hear Jay Briscoe hasn't lost a match in two years. Like he hasn't lost a singles match in two years. Yeah, and it, I think his brother is Matt Mark Briscoe, mm-hmm. and he literally does not have his front two teeth. Never wears mm-hmm. like falsies, and it's just I see. These I mean, are like your your top guys. Imagine the the bar yeah. in No Holds Barred. It mm-hmm. explains. Yeah, yeah the ropes exactly. are tires. <laughs> Ring of Honor, well, yeah, Ring of Honor used to be, like, the work rate company. It still is. See. Like, yeah. the matches were all, like, it, there were two interview segments, and, like, they really didn't do a great job of getting me into them. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, the matches themselves, they were pretty solid. There was nothing that I, like, had to stop. And I think it's because I'm not engaged with these characters that it's not. Every mm-hmm. WWE pay-per-view, there's at least one match where I'm like, shit, I gotta stop and just, like, focus on this because this is an amazing match. And I, maybe I just picked a bad month because there aren't these yeah. characters that I relate to. Well, and ROH is great at grooming people that then go to WWE oh, yeah. and have awesome like, careers. Like WWE just signed Kevin Steen. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Brian, Brian Danielson. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and Dean Ambrose. Like all these guys like, came yeah. up through there. And, so like, I'm sure in like two or three years I'll be like, wow, I saw that guy on a mm-hmm. All-Star 6. So poor Michael Elgin. Like yeah. uh, the, the, the he was the champ and he lost the belt and he also had been like I had watched one Michael Elgin match of him versus yeah. Davy Richards which was incredible because what I loved about Dave, Michael Elgin is that he is he's a big guy though indie big not WWE big yeah. but he's big guy about five eight super buff and he moves like a cruiserweight like he is and he seemingly has like endless stamina like he just run he's just going at like 90 miles an hour the whole fucking time and he's great and then it seemed like he had finally arrived and like he was going to be the champ and then apparently in some interview he said you know i think i'll try out for uh major league baseball in a couple years yeah. and roh's response to that was fuck you you're a champ you don't talk about leaving ever take the belt off him demoted uh, really <laughs> yep he was pretty it's kind of petty People being petty in the pro wrestling business? Yeah. I've never heard it of It just this. still sounds old school. Like, how do you get upset about that? And there's no one to talk you down. Like, yeah. Eh, just, eh. Well, yeah. I don't know. It was also watching that main event. It was a good match, but I couldn't help but think, this guy looks like a really buff version of Carl Pilkington. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> yes. He used to have, well, he used to have a, uh, a mullet, which got seared Yeah, off. so like yeah. now he just, yeah, he just has like a shaved head, he was round in, head. So, so. Our, our two loves came together in a pay-per-view mm-hmm. a few uh, months ago, like Worlds Collide, I think it was called, where mm-hmm. it was ROH New Japan. Mm-hmm. And they brought in a lot of the talent there, including Okada. And like Okada wrestled a three-way match, Styles, Elgin, oh. and Okada for the IWGP belt. Uh, but uh, Elgin sadly had to be the one taking the losing fall, probably because New Japan was like, "Hey, our guys don't lose; they're not right. losing in the main event." So, but but it was a really good show, even though 
the ROH audience, which made me like dislike the ROH audience to hear that because I used to think they were respectful. Like so, that was okay. my perception. So in 2006, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe wrestled against Kenta Kobashi, and who what? is a mega legend in Japan, like super in du- ROH. In ROH, okay. Samoa Joe wrestled Kenta Kobashi in in new in ROH. He talked Kobashi into coming over because he was like. No, Kobashi, you should really just have one match in America just so you can say you did it. I'll wrestle you. We'll have a great match. And he's like, well, all right, but I'll have to come out. And uh, Kobashi does not speak English, but mm-hmm. Smojo can, is basically translating. Kobashi's like, oh, I'll have to come out in like kabuki makeup and stuff. Like, they're just going to hate me because I'm the Japanese guy. And so I'll have to play the Japanese bad guys. Like, no, these guys know who you are. Like, they, they, they've watched your tapes for years. Like, they respect you. They, I'm the bad guy here. And Kobashi didn't believe him, but when they when he came out, everybody was super wow. excited for him, oh, nice. chanting his name, chanting Arigato after the match, and like he was super proud of that. Then cut to this year, Okada is in this match. He has blonde hair, and they fucking are chanting at him like Goku, Goku. Like fuck Yeesh. you guys. You have no like. You gotta you gotta try to prove to be yeah. you're clever. Like bleh. yeah. I mean, I will say like there were. I wasn't really. A, offended by the audience in this uh, pay-per-view that I watched, mm-hmm. except for there were two guys in the front row who were wearing No Man t-shirts from uh, Married with Children, which is... There are two women total in this entire <laughs> is that, pay-per-view. Is that Al Bundy's anti-woman yes. group? Yeah. Oh, wow. And this was in Canada. It's like, yeah. you're not like... You're not <laughs> well, maybe they wrestling. know though that's a dated reference. They have shoe salesmen yeah. in Canada. Maybe they're just getting the shit out there. Yeah. But anywho, there's also... Our oot there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a another thing locally that uh, yeah. you and I went to recently, Chris. Holy shit, that was fun. Uh, Hood Slam. Hood Slam. Yeah. Uh, we missed last week's. It was yeah. So, was it in Oakland? Yeah. So they have a monthly show the first Friday of every month in Oakland. Mm-hmm. But Standing they made their only. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they don't have any seats. But, but their, their wonderful conceit is is having chant, fuck the fans. Yeah. And I, 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 love, that. I love that just because it's, it's preemptive. Not to get into anything else, but it's the position you have to take yeah. when your fans are just going to be assholes anyway. Yeah, and drinking and, and drinking and if, if, if oh man and smoking. Oh yeah, wish I could have adopted that platform as a community manager. <laughs> if I knew you guys were going to be this awful anyway. Yeah. Here we All go. Right, let's not. Here we go. But I'm just saying, like it's yeah. like fuck the people fans. can get upset fuck and complain, but it's like the announcer's like, what that's, do we just say? Fuck yeah. the fans. That is the yeah. That's and, the and, and so when something so then they chant back. Yeah, when but, you don't get the outcome you want. That amazing fucking douchebag bro. Uh, he's also a wrestler. Shit, what was his yeah. name? Uh, Brody Bro- Brosef Joe Brody. Brosef Joe yeah, Brody. Right. Just it, just hysterical. Pouring yeah. Jack Daniels and everybody. Running up in the stands and pouring Jack into everybody's mouth but mine. Yeah. I believe Dave <laughs> laughed at me super hard because I'm like, me, me, me. I'm almost out of Jack Daniels. And he just went and poured it into a woman who clearly didn't want Jack Daniels <laughs> in her mouth and avoided it. There the was entirely. like a, I would say... Probably around sixty-year-old woman, mm. a row in front of us. Probably just like, oh, what's what's playing in the uh, local? Because this was in a place called Z X Space or Z Space in the Mission. Uh-huh. It's like a art. It's usually like a nice art <laughs> gallery. Well, it, was, it was put on by some guys I vaguely know who, yeah. who do a local sketch thing. Yeah, so like um, they'll, they'll have like classier things there. But then, I mean, I mean, plays I and comedy, and yeah. so like it. it, it clearly wasn't a venue for wrestling, but it, I thought it worked, it worked really, really well. well. Yeah, and then like this one had. They bleachers, so mm-hmm. 
unlike most times I go to Hood Slam mm-hmm. when it's in Oakland and I'm standing, even if you're like five rows back from the ring, it's like it's tough to see what's happening on the mat. You can't do much mat wrestling in it. Whereas it? when we were watching it, we were far enough back that yeah. we could see what was happening in the ring. Yeah, it was, so it was nice. We could see over everyone's head and like it just we had we were right in the center. It was like yeah, it was, it, it was awesome. like it was like if Wes Anderson was filming it, that was my view. Perfectly yeah. symmetrical view of the wrestling. Was ring. Spanky there? Uh, no, Brian uh-huh. Kendrick. No, I don't think he was. Oh my god, Spanky. the greatness that is Drugs Bunny. Yeah, why didn't anybody tell me that? A guy in 1920s garb with bunny ears on who comes out and pretends throws baby powder as coke everywhere and snorts and gets. It's yeah. the greatest thing of all time, Drugs yeah. Bunny, and the whole audience just cheers. Drugs, 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 <laughs> drugs, and the whole yeah. audience is smoking weed. Yes, I never seen like and the, the ref came out and like. All right, shut up, everybody. And someone just hands him a fucking pipe and, like, the ref just <laughs> blazing on stage. Like, even even looking at it, like, was that Stunt Pot? Because he took no. many a massive rip over and over yeah, again. I'm sure he's got a pretty high tolerance. There's been, a, there's been matches where... I remember. I just can't. I get so scared when yeah. I'm high. I can't imagine being that close to that action and having to call it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was it was. Did insane. I count this one too fast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Is everybody miss- looking at me? They think I didn't count fast. <laughs> oh god, fast? time's happening slower. My mind's that, yes. I would never want to be in that position, but it was so yeah. so much fun. I cannot wait. We to got go to back. we got to see the very first women's match in. Oh, wasn't the mixed tag? It was a full. It was a. It was it like apparently they've never never done a one on one girl women's girl match man. really until the one that we saw and that was a pretty awesome match it like, was it was Wonder Woman just Wonder Woman dressed as Wonder Woman yeah, uh, Diana Shai, uh, Shelly Martinez but you said she was a former WWE she was in ECW, ECW. for like a cup of coffee like back in the day <laughs> that is such a that is such yeah. a car it's such an insider term yeah. I love it cup Say of coffee here cup of coffee there She her name was Ariel and she was the oh, vampire vampire maiden. girl yeah, yeah. For ECW. Well, you see, when ECW was on Sci-Fi Channel, they said they needed more. Uh, they needed yeah. sci-fi. sci-fi characters. They did so it they, to that and Mystery Science. So they had a zombie. They, yep, yeah. it was just like MST3K. They had it made him have it had a zombie. They had it. They had it. Yeah. We bought vampire. you for what you are, but please become more us. Yeah, and they made it work for a little while, mm-hmm. but it was astonishing because she came out and she's like this very pretty wrestler and um and then britney wonder came mm-hmm. out and like the audience clearly knew her and she's wrestled for his slam for a while yeah and like was just fucking on their feet chanting yeah, yeah. Uh, and she is dressed as deadpool mm-hmm. she is dressed as deadpool so yeah. it's deadpool versus wonder woman i feel like i plugged this i don't even remember what show but on my instagram there is a video buried deep down yeah. beneath nude pictures of me in a hot tub and mary <laughs> blair stuff is them going like six flights up in the stands yeah. and get and continuing the fight on unwilling participants and this yeah. giant slap going across uh, Wonder Woman's chest. It's fucking great. It was yeah. so cool. I don't. I I think we've probably said it before, but if mm-hmm. you're in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. you have to go. You to these. have to see. And I love that. Like somebody would get. Well, what was the What was the the deal with the card that night? It was like a point value. Yeah, that, that was a little bit confusing. They're doing it. See, the, the tournaments are confusing for Americans, man. Well, it's just. I well, thought... it's also we're like we're in the stands and like there's mm-hmm. like a little board to the side. Yeah. It's like if I was watching WWE and they did this, I watched that. I watched WWE often enough that I would be able to keep track. It wasn't. Of it. It just mm-hmm. that it's pretty clear the organizations have people who come out and wrestle as more than one character. <laughs> yeah, and and also characters would be thrown out of the ring or eliminated. 
and stay in character and stumble around the audience in the crowd yeah. and like fall down. It was fucking amazing. Showmanship at its yeah. best. Heidi was there, my girlfriend with no knowledge or real love of wrestling. Like that was thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. It was it was one of the best times I had going out. Wrestlers are either parodies of game characters yep. or weed references and it's yep. like if you're going to uh, endear yourself to like a new fan, that's mm-hmm. exactly how you do it. So Zoner <laughs> Bros, yes. Johnny Nugs. Yeah, and the yeah the main event was San Francisco versus Oakland, and I'm surprised they didn't Ooh. have Oakland win. Yeah, me San too. Yeah. That would have been great, but I would have gone back. Yeah, send send the fans home happy. I guess yeah. um, <laughs> it was great. There, th- those are so, just a few of the many options outside of WWE, and of course we you know the next episode will be about Support Night your of local Champions. Wrestling group. We for real yes. Um, so yeah, I think seeing like it's seeing the pageantry and whatever of a lot of a taped show like of a pay-per-view or episode raw like it does matter more because it actually goes into like continuity or part of continuity Mm -hmm. by attending but the looseness and the fun of just an indie show or even a wwe house show is like it's better like it's it, it 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 is worth going to as well yeah totally uh so do you guys have plugs I do. Laser time as always, baby. I don't know when this is going up. We have a new episode up about practically nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that I'm on every week, or I host every week with the two guys in here also. Video Game Apocalypse, as always, will be up this week, but this time, in my head. <laughs> last time I'm going to say that. Uh, yeah, in Michael's out for the week, so we're going to do something a little weird uh, while he's out. All right. Weird, wild stuff. Thanks for wild listening, uh, rating, reviewing on iTunes, Laser subscribing. All that stuff. Uh, we'll be back for Night of Champions very, very soon. Bullet Club. Four, 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 four.
Bullet Club. We own the wrestling world. Tomatonga, Bad Luck Fale, the Young Bucks, Yujiro Takahashi, AJ Styles, Doc Gallows, the Machine Gun, Carl Anderson. Believe in the Bullet Club. Believe 